loud enough for y'all? Welcome to the Bangover Podcast. I'm Scott Burlett. As always, Chris Myers there on the board. I'm here. And sadly, we do not have our co-host tonight. Uh, yeah, I'm back. Yeah, <laughs> filling in on the mic. Still, still figuring it out. We'll get it to work one day. Um, who were we just listening to, Chris? That was "Employed to Serve." The song was "Exist." They have a new album coming out. Uh, we'll get into that on the new album releases. But uh, what 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 are, we, what are we doing here? What's going on? Are we? I don't know. This low low energy podcast, low energy metal podcast. People, uh, the rain took it out of me. I guess this is a no nonsense podcast, and I do have to warn everyone from here on out: the music's not getting any better. If anything. It's getting crazy. So, I was really hoping we had that turnstall song, but I see that you changed the notes up a little bit. Yes. All right, well, that was going to be the soft intro. Oh, no, I'm saving the soft for uh, later on. We're going to start really heavy and just get this, well, this shit going. I guess we got to do what we got to do. Uh, yeah. Again, I want to thank Indian Roller for having us hosting this Metal Monday event. And social media plugs, you know, you're here at Indian Roller, so you know where that's at. <laughs> uh, you can find us at Bangover Productions on Instagram, YouTube, and whatever the fuck else you want to do. So, do you want to play another song? Because no. I don't know if we're going to get all the way through this next one, right? No. Uh, yeah, probably not, but it's another one from that band, um, Employed to Serve. The album, let me pull up the release date here, is um, here, fill some time. Let me pull it up. Well, I mean, I feel like I had, uh, if I had a co-host, <laughs> if I had someone to talk to. September really 17th, September. And the album is The Conquering. So, uh... Well, I absolutely love this band. Um, chick lead singer. I don't know if that matters, but I'm saying it because the vocals are fucking insane. Yeah. They also have I a cool... Like, their logo is really cool, too. Shit, so you know? So, let's listen to another let's one. Let's listen to the next single they have from their album. It's called uh, Mark of the Grave.
can't wait to hear the rest of the album. For sure. It's it's way more defined than their older um, songs, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, it's I think I need time for it to grow on me, but I still always love like every verse. You know, every pretty much every verse. The chorus is where I kind of like. Personal opinion, I guess. Yeah. Um, I like it a lot. I mean, are they American, European? Move the mic a little closer. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't want it feeding back up here with all this metal music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, September seems like a lot of mus- new music that we're going to be talking about is going to be coming out later in the year. Like these singles and stuff that are going to be on the, on the docket. There's a lot of October, September release dates for these albums. I mean, that's kind of like, you know, you want to hit the market before Christmas, I guess. I don't know. Um, it's always spring and fall is when all albums come out. You know what I yeah. mean? Should I move the speakers? Maybe. I'm trying to get this here. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it seems like touring kind of calms down later in the year, but we get some album releases. So, uh, it, but we've had a whole year without shows, year and a half. We might actually have a really fruitful... Fingers crossed. ...end of the year, so... Fingers crossed on that one. Yes. So uh, everything just calms down out there and we can get back to having shows, you know what I mean? For sure. It's not ruin the end of summer, people. So, sure. so yeah, um, we're gonna move on to our next album or single, and uh, it's gonna be from a band called Cradle of Filth. Uh, First you, time ever. Uh, have you seen or heard this of this band? Yeah, Scott. back in like 2001, I remember MTV2. They were playing, and I did not give any fucks about it. Uh, I thought it was like I was like. No, that's not my type of metal, man. You know what I mean? But, um, I don't know. This song's pretty cool. It's very long-winded, so we're not going to finish the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I do want to hear those twists and turns on this sound system, because I tell you what, people, this is the way you listen to music. This setup, if I had this at my house, holy shit. (laughs) Surround sound. Oh, my God. My neighbors would just have to move out. Yeah. just have to move out. Well, uh, let's get into uh, oh, Cradle of Filth's new go. song. It's, uh, it's Blast Beat Mondays. Every time you hear a Blast Beat, take a shot. <laughs> yes, it's uh, called Crawling King Chaos. Let's get into it.
wait, wait, stop it there. Holy fuck, this, it goes on forever like this, people. <laughs> it goes on forever. They never stop. I, they must be in their, like, 40s, 50s at least. Like, almost, right? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming the drummer is a bit younger than the rest of the band at this point. But that shit is crazy, man. Especially with all these bands that are, like, pretty much that age that can still play like that. Yeah. Holy fuck. It's a, that's a, it's its own sport. It's like, you gotta be in shape to do that. Yeah. And for like over an hour, come on, man. I play like 30 minutes sometimes. I'm like almost fucking done, you know? <laughs> These guys are fucking super talented. Still not the biggest fan of the band, but that was a fun song, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, did you see them live at OzFest? I know they've played, I think, a few times no. or something. I think I always just went to the. I don't know, use the bathroom at that point <laughs> for a really long time. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure they were on the bill. I just didn't care or, you know, bother to listen, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I felt that way with a bunch of my bands. Is my mic feeding back a bit? A little bit. You might want to try the other mic or one of our mics. But, uh, yeah, uh, I like the song. I think Cradle, they've always been this, like, very theatrical type band. She, like... You know, keyboards. It's it's really all over the place, and there's a there's a few bands that we're gonna talk about that are more intense and all over the place. But I don't know. I've never, I've just never been the hugest Cradle fan. Not that they I don't like them. It's just uh, something that's crossed my radar but never stuck. So you like more metal than more metal today? We got some uh, mic swap in here. All right. Oh, that's me. That's a lot better. All right. All right. No, it's like in my older age, I think I'm. My ears have become more refined when it comes to metal. So, you know, I just kind of like. Uh, I don't know, I respect it more, you know? Since I'm older and not like when I was. I, how old was I? I was like 15 when this band, when I first heard them, so I was like not about it, dude. What were we listening to when we were 15? Nirvana and shit? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for God's sakes, I didn't know a lot about music, you know? We didn't have that whole Spotify stream, whatever. Whatever MTV2 allowed me to hear or 101X. Shout out 101X. <laughs> Am I still feeding back? I think it sounds good. I mean, can you? Does it sound good on your end? Sounds a little echoey. Yeah. How about we get into our next song here? Did you listen to this song, the uh, Shadow of Intent, Intensified Genocide? Yes. Yeah. Well, let's check it out.
pretty intense. Really fucking intense. Yeah. Blast Beat Mondays. Everyone take a shot when you hear a Blast Beat. Holy fuck. And that goes on for another five minutes <laughs> of just pure insanity. I was like a little scared listening to it while it was raining driving here. I was like, I, I feel like I won't be able to hear like another car coming. Like a fucking sideswipe or some shit. <laughs> We've already had oh, one fuck. accident today. We don't yes, need more. Exactly. Yeah. Holy fuck. So yeah. Well, what, what is this? European metal? American? American death metal. Grindcore? I'm not sure where they're from. But, I mean, we're gonna, we have a few bands on the docket here that are... Uh, some European death. Yeah. Do y'all feel like all this new metal is pretty much just kind of like it all just reminds me of uh, Mashuka. You know what I mean? Most of it anyways. It just has that grind, that twist, that turn. You know what I mean? I can see that. I just feel like ever since I fell in love with Mashuka, I can feel like how <laughs> they like judged on the Mashuka bar. Yeah, it's it's a whole nother bar set, and I just feel like the influence because they've done it for so long. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean that fucking song is insane. So that being said, we should probably move on because yeah. this is gonna destroy some people's earlobes. Yeah, that was a shadow of intent, and the song was a intensified genocide, as it should be called. Yeah, as it should be. Yeah, and. uh so we'll move on here to our next song. I can't even pronounce this band's name. Please so help me. I believe they're from Brazil, and I saw them. They popped up because they were, uh, you know, this new sort of act from that country, uh, and they're called Desalmado, and the song is called Hollow. So let's check that out.
Well, that was fucking awesome. I gotta say, I know we're a little early in on this, but that might be the gem of the night. You know? <laughs> you like the it? find. Like You're the calling find it. Of, yeah. The find. You know, the greatest thing about this podcast is um, I'm myself is forced to listen to so much music, you know, mm-hmm. even stuff outside of my realm of um, my, my, you know, out of my fancy or my taste. But um, that was awesome, dude. I can't wait to listen to the entire album, to be honest. You got anything else? Well, unfortunately, the- I don't know if that band has an album coming. That was just a single they put out, and that was uh, Desalmado. How do you spell that? D-E-S-A-L-M-A-D-O. All right. Follow us on Instagram, and you can find the playlist. Yeah. At Bangover Productions. So uh, back to another heavy, heavy, heavy hitter. Um, what we got? Uh, this band is called Rivers of Nile, and they do have a new album coming out. Let's see. The album is called The Work. And they have a pretty cool album cover, and uh, they have one song that they've released, single from it. Clean. Clean. I'm going to check it out right now. The, so- the, the album's called Work. Yes. The song's called Clean. I feel like there's going to be a theme here. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like this concept album uh, a little bit. Let's, let's see. Uh, the song itself is very theatrical, so I don't know if you're going to see Well.
Holy shit. Holy shit. That was the longest solo ever. <laughs> that song like, has everything. What do you, what do you want? That song does have everything. I'm a huge fan already. I'm like, this is awesome. It just, it got like, obviously, here, here we go, another blast beat. <laughs> no, just like over 350 BPMs on a kick drum. Jesus. Oh, blast beats Mondays. Here we go, take a shot. Every time you hear it. <laughs> Fuck, I'm getting woozy. There's a lot of blast beats in this beginning. <sighs> yeah, that's what, I thought that, that song had, had a little bit of everything. What do, you what, do you what do you want? Some, some yeah. soft solos, some heavy solos, just breakdowns, um, slow parts, fast parts. I want to pair of really good headphones or wait till this bar closes and then we can layer that fucking song like <laughs> really fucking loud so we can hear it throughout the surround sound and everything. That's so awesome. Have you ever heard of that band, Rivers of Nile? Oh, yeah. Pops up all the time on Spotify. People talk about it, you know, like huge fans of like, what would you call this? Like black metal? <sighs> no, is this black? it's pretty, it's, I don't know, it's pretty, it has those speed, those runs, those like really big speed runs, but it also is like really clean. Yeah. Um, and there's like those synthy parts. That was, uh, well, that's what makes it black metal in my I opinion. Get, yeah. You know what I mean? Because uh, even though it's like, totally satanic and fucking crazy and full of fucking blast beats and screaming at the same time it's has a lot of like like it's very beautiful you know oh, very yeah. like a lot of keyboards added in you know it's a what would you say like very ethereal or very very like, ethereal atmospheric yeah. Yeah. they always say so they like, you know it's like atmospheric metal I'm like that's like the that's new, so that's the new thing man atmospheric. it's the new thing it's yeah. like you know it's like it's based off of energy like you know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's move on to the next band. Yeah, this, uh, I really like this band. Yeah, the next... Uh, Even we, we started the, the podcast off with a female-led band. And uh, we're going to jump right back into another one. This one's called uh, Vortex from the band Ginger. It's spelled crazy. J-I-N-J-E-R. And uh, it's interesting. Another... You know, heavy song that has did you pronounce weird that correctly though? Turns. What's up? I don't know. Is that how you pronounce that name? Ginger. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. What would you, What did you think it was? <laughs> I don't want to even say. I, <laughs> but yeah, it's a pretty interesting song. So check it out.
didn't see that coming no that's that's why i like this band is because it catches you off guard with this whole like what does everyone always say evanescent sounding you know yeah. but it's just because it's a chick singer in metal it just gets that staple it's actually really very talented music it's yeah there's like, a wide range oh, there shit you know it's yeah that's what i'm saying it's not expected you hear a Dude. whole it starts on one level and then gets to a whole different and you know, me being a drummer, man, I just, I really connected to, like, that drummer's, like, style and everything. This drummer? Yes, he just makes everything so tasteful, you know? It's like the, if you played the drum parts alone, they would literally, like, uh, you would recognize them if you knew the song, you know what I mean? Because they're that well uh, uh, written. Plotted out and stuff? Yeah, yeah, it's just, I love it. Uh, but not as much as I love this next song, to be honest. Uh... Again, we get to go back. I feel like this is our our band for the podcast, you know? How many times have we talked about Turnstall? You know? Yes. I mean, I kind of feel like they're our band. Like, you know, what we share, me and you, in this podcast is like, that's our band. You know what I mean? We've talked about them so much, and they're it's definitely the next level of music, and it's probably one of the youngest bands I've listened to, you know? guys are like 21, 22. I mean, fucking love it. Uh, can we move on to that song? Because I want to I wanna let that one play out. Yeah, it's going to be uh, Turnstile with the song Blackout. And it's off that new album coming out. But again, they're slowly releasing songs. And so it's like... A new way. I know. Well, let's, uh, let's check out the new single, Blackout.
fuck. <laughs> you want to talk about a song that has everything. That, that was it right there. That was, that was literally <laughs> some, it. Some bongos, some congas, some cowbell. That is like the future of rock and roll. Like, for sure. Like, holy sh... I, I, I love them. I'm falling yeah. madly in love with this band. You know what I mean? Because they're, they're taking they're the wrong, the but it's like all yeah. You, you hear the that first verse had like electronic drums, yeah, but like sped up like, like punk electronic drums, and then it moves on to real drums yeah. in the recording, and and so many different styles, and, and it even ended like absolutely cr- crazy. It was just it was just crazy. I'm like, I wish we could just play songs off that album all night. To be honest, because <laughs> the entire album, what we've listened to so far is so far has been really good. Holy yeah, shit. Again, turnstall, Turn, like, yeah. the future, you know what I mean? Yeah. These kids are going to, like, shape what rock and roll is going to become, for sure. So many different things mixed in. Yeah. Electronica, like, uh, you know, that whole, like, punk rock. Punk, hardcore, electronica, that rap rock, kind, or hip-hop kind of. Even yeah. get, like, a little bit of metal in there, you yeah, know? for sure. It's it heavy as that, fuck, yeah. you know? And I just wanted you to, like, fucking crank that shit, to be honest. Yeah. You know? It's a crankable band. Um, I threw this next band in here last minute because they, I just saw they put out uh, a single for a new album and, uh, it's another female, female led. And this is like the punk rock section right here. So, Oh, this ain't in my notes. It should be in the notes. It's, uh, Amel and the Sniffers and the song is Guided by Angels. And we don't, we don't have to listen to the whole thing, but I thought it'd be a good kind of palate cleanser as we kind of wind down these singles section For here sure. so sure. let's check this out a amel and the sniffers Edition. Yeah, okay. I thought I had to throw it in there. I thought I was like, oh, where next one is. Yes, oh, yes. Dude, it totally threw me off. Thanks a lot. 
Uh, but I fucking love it. This is really fun. Uh, is this a new band? Is this an old band? Around, they're a little, I think they're from Australia. They're from uh, New Zealand, man. They're, they're from North America. I mean, it's fun. It's, yeah. It's energetic. It's everything I love in music, you know? Anything like quick and to the fucking point, I really, it's my favorite type of music, you know? Yeah. High energy, you know? And this is sketchy as shit, you know? I, they kind of remind me of that band um, Idols, where it's just like mayhem, or just like pure like energy and just yeah, rock, you know what I mean? I, I love that, uh, that whole like scene of rock and roll, to be honest. Like the Idol thing, you know, the whole... You go a little crazier with the King Gizzard and Wizard Wizard, but yeah. you know, King Tough is in there, and Ty Seagal is always there, and uh, I know I'm missing some of the good big ones, man, where it's like Death by Drums, uh, some real gems, like if you just play that playlist, uh, Austin, uh, Austin's own, you know, the Black Angels, obviously, Yeah. fucking love it, that's, that's a little bit more psych though, and this you know, but it's, it's the same thing. It's just rock and roll, you know, in a different like form, a different like faster, heavier. Yeah. Thing. And then fun. with an attitude. Fun. I mean, yeah. So. It's absolutely. I, I love it to be honest. Yeah. Because I thought we were on to the Melvins already, so that's where I was like, please, everyone, put your hands together. <laughs> so what was that last band called? That was Amol and the Sniffers. Not gonna remember it. All yeah. right. Amol and <laughs> Put the a sniffers. link in the description. The sniffers is a pretty good, it's yeah. a pretty good tag name. I mean, yeah, that's, that was pretty fun. Yeah. So uh, we'll uh, as we start to wind down the single segment here. Um, but don't worry, we'll be right back to no, metal. Yeah. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna let Night Goat play a little bit. This is a, an acoustic version of the song. You think they got the idea from War? From the Melvins. I don't know. Actually, they uh, if you look, they have an album coming out, and it's going to have um, basically a lot of record, like their whole, dis- not the whole discography, right? But it's basically like from the beginning of their career to like kind of now in song-wise. They it, it spans their whole career. It's like 30-something songs, I think. It's a huge album. And it's gonna have just all acoustic versions of different songs. So it's like it seems like they may have planned this out. I don't know about if it's a response to Gore, but I mean, yeah, quarantine you had a lot of time on your hands, so you know, it's like yeah. man, maybe we just you know do a little acoustic version of this, you know, a little mellow down Sunday afternoon version yeah. of some night go. Uh, they're gonna be doing, uh, I think, Honey Buckets on there too. It's gonna be. There's some weird songs they picked. I'm like, oh, they pick their best songs and yeah. then turn them into acoustic songs. Yeah. So, not Maybe mad. We'll, not really mad with it. But check, let's, let's listen to a little. Check bit. it out for a little yeah. bit.
like the drums changed at all. It no. was like almost the same drums, if you will, you know? And it's, it's great to hear, like, you know, later on we're going to get to Alice in Chains Unplugged. And I'll get to listen to a little bit of it there to see, like, how the drums sound, you know? Like, that sounded real, live, big, yeah. huge, so, you know? Kind of kept that feel. That's why I think the Melvins translate to acoustic pretty well. I mean, it was just, yeah. yeah. It, it really did. Like, it's... I absolutely love it. And if they're going to do, like, a, you said, a whole album. A whole of album of different songs throughout their whole career. I think that's, like, going to be just, like, great, like, background music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, love the Melvins the way they are and how it sounds. The original Night Go, obviously, you know, yeah. one of our favorites. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people's favorite. So, I mean, uh, I just, I'm just glad they didn't tone down the drums at all. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It's, uh, the album's going to be called Five-Legged Dog, mm. and it'll be out October 15th. All right. So keep an eye out for that one. Uh, so, yeah, moving on to our next song. I don't know if you had a chance to check this one out. It's, I definitely uh, did. What's up? I definitely did. You definitely did? It's uh, by Jerry Cantrell, and the song is called Atone. And... It's got a, a bunch of interesting people on the album. I don't know if you've uh, it looked it up or anything. Definitely or... did. I definitely did. So, what did uh, you find? Uh, George, or Greg? I'm sorry. Uh, Gary. George. Greg. Or George. I'm sorry. Or... You're, I think you're talking Greg. Greg. Pusciato. Pucciato. Phone didn't load fast enough. Sorry, folks. No. Yes, on vocals, he's filling in. And then we got Duff McKinnon. Duff McKagan. There you go. GNR fame. Filling in on bass. Still, yeah. So this is like a super group of the Gary, Jerry Cantrell, you know. Yeah, there's, a, there's also a... Solo uh, album, whatever. There's also someone else filling in on uh, drums here. Let me pull it up. Gil uh, Shannon? Gil Shannon. And he is from Dillinger Escape Plan, Marilyn Manson, whatnot. Oh, I watch this guy's videos on YouTube all the time. This guy fucking slays, yeah. dude. So this is like a super group. Yeah. Jerry, like, recruited a super group full of guys. Go, go look at this guy play drums on YouTube, man. It, he's so energetic. Like, the, his, his performance style is... Uh, I, I'm jealous of it, being a drummer <laughs> myself. It's like... You're, you make it look like more fun than anything else. You know yeah. what I mean? That anyone is having on stage. Like, you're stealing the fucking show. Because it's, it's all about that arm, you know, that movement. We'll talk more about arm movement when we get to Slipknot, for sure. Because for sure. it's very near and dear to my heart. <laughs> because one of my favorite drummers of all time, you know? And yeah. not a lot of people here in Austin gave two fucks. Where I was like, fuck you. It's all this new metal bullshit. We'll get to it. I'm a little annoyed right now. A little annoyed. But, um... Yeah, another great drummer as well. And then I love uh, Greg Pucciano. On, um, did I say that last name right? I think it's Pucciato. 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 Uh, love Dillinger Escape Plan. So let's listen to it. Yeah, this is uh, Jerry Cantrell uh, from the album Brighton. And the song is called Atone. 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 Atone.
Just like the most blatant one is like, you know, on the nose is, uh, you know, quarantine. You know, it's like. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, Blue Hetty you know, just had one that was COVID 666. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you just can't stop thinking about it. So it kind of reflects. You yeah. know what I mean? And I don't know what this whole atone thing is. You know, it's like. Yeah. Well, that, that sounds like he feels guilty. It's coming out at the end of the year again on October 29th. It's a bright super group. Supergroup the entire album. It's like pretty be sure this there's a lot of there's a lot of different people. It's you know it's just Jerry recruiting all his friends. I mean, I don't mind that at all. You got honest. friends like Duff McKagan. I mean, <laughs> then you got good friends, <laughs> and you just use like a good chunk of Dillinger Escape Plan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which uh, I know uh, again, uh, Glenn, uh, Greg, I think. No, the drummer. Oh, Gil. 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 Um, yeah, just they've had so many drummers in Dillinger. That's why I was like, he was in Dillinger as well. I was I was surprised on that one, but I know him because of the Marilyn Manson, the Manson just thing, getting yeah. famous from like doing covers on YouTube, which yeah. Like, you know, uh, Greg is just absolutely fantastic, in my opinion. Like, <laughs> one of my favorite singers of all time. So, I don't know. That's me. That's my opinion. And if you don't like it, and I'm sticking you can to come it. and fight me. I'm here at Indian Roller. The address is one zero 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 six Manchek, Texas. Come find me if you don't agree. All right. Well, I guess now we're back into uh, blast beats. I got my shot ready. Oh yeah, we're gonna. I got my shot ready. <laughs> we're gonna get back into the heaviness getting, here. I'm it's gonna get woozy. pretty destructive. Getting woozy from we got all this uh, metal, man. Some new uh, new albums coming out, came out, I mean. Um, 
This first one is... Uh, so now we're on to album releases. Yeah, we're on our albums now. Album um, release. This came out on the 16th last month, and it's uh, a band called Cognitive. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. And their uh, mm-hmm. new album is called Malevolent Thoughts of a Hastened Extinction. Now, just with that title alone, <laughs> would you guess it was a metal band? Oh, yeah. I would also <laughs> think there's a lot of angst, like you're saying. There's a lot of hint-up. Need to get some stuff out, yeah. That's what metal's good for, is to get some shit out. So let's do some exercising of the demons right now, and uh, let's blast beat Monday our way through this. Yeah. Uh, Let's get get to the the song here. It's called ENIAC, and um, yeah, let's check it out. Get ready. after, you know, drinking on an empty stomach when I get home. And I put something like this on as I walk the dogs. Yeah, I feel like I intensify this. Like, the way I feel. It's just like, you know on a good pair of headphones that that shit is gonna destroy you. Like, you're not even gonna, you're not gonna hear the car that's gonna hit you from behind because you're walking in the middle of traffic. So all you can hear is this. I fucking love it. I agree with you. There's a few songs. I had trouble picking a song from this album because there's there's some other songs that are like bangers, like even harder than this one. Would you call this a grindcore band? No, because uh, there's what? another one. Really? Uh, I'm gonna I always mean, say it. I'm gonna always say it. It's just like uh, cattle decapitation. Yeah. Well, check this. Know, this know, is a more like groovier song from that album, and I wanted to just throw it in there so you can kind of like hear the difference. 
So there, there's a... Was I wrong to say that, like, it kind of reminds me of, like, like I was saying, like cattle? Know? Or what? Not just a cattle, but, you know. Mashuga. Come on. <laughs> they just have, like, so much groove in that grind and that roll, but, you know, cattle decapitation is the same way. It's yeah. just... I, I love that 2012 album, you know, uh, what is it, Human uh, Disintegration, Human de with the apes pulling their faces off. Uh, yes. That's how you introduced this band, that band to me, and I fell in love with, like, Grindcore after that. Like, I just found every Grindcore band I could find, you know what I mean, and gathered it up, because it's now one of my favorite styles of metal, you know, it's because it just, I love the role, I love the, the odd time signatures and, like, you know, eight, nine, seven, six, two, four. It's like fucking math, dude. And I'm like, again, you have to be so physically fit to like play shit like this. Yeah. Even as a guitar player. For real. Especially as a lead hey, singer. You want to talk about fit now? The next band we're gonna talk about. Oh shit. Is a uh, a band called Ophidian Eye. I don't think one? I can take any more shots for Blast Beat Mondays. Like, I'm and, woozy after all this metal, dude. And they're from Europe, and this the, the next band, and they're... I was listening to their album, which is called Desolate, and it came out on the same day, uh, the 16th. And it is even crazier, and I kind of didn't think it was real at first. I was like, these people, this is not a real band. Like, this is like a robot or something. No, this is a real people playing technical metal, and it's fucking crazy. And I don't know. It's, it's you have to have a degree in like, uh, like, um, like math, like physics, or like algebra to like play shit like this. Like, if not that, I mean, just the physical part, like what you're saying. Like the drummer is. I don't know. I, I didn't think it was real. That's why I was saying it was so complex and complicated. But. So little inside secret of when it comes to being a drummer you're trying to find the easiest way out of things without like destroying your body so it's all about like technique and like allowing things to what would you say like bounce back you know these blast beats that's how blast beats work you know yeah, you don't want to strain back. too much uh, you can't strain yeah. if you strain you just can't do it you know exactly. what I mean and there's different you know I feel like the people in the 80s like just did it wrong and like when they got to their 40s like forced, could not keep playing blast beats it and it was you know nowadays people are just sitting there comfortable it's super technique yeah, yeah it's, it's all about like snare height it's all of, yeah. all about that stuff and as well as like stretching working out your arms and uh, like me like i don't drink or do anything before i play a show just because of that you know very physical activity i'm about to do yeah. so that's how you gotta treat it, like you were saying, like I was saying, like sport, but the same time. Yeah, it is like a sport. Yeah. Uh, I want you to check out this band though. It's Ophidian, I think it's I, and uh, you tell me what you think about those drums, because they blew me the fuck away. Same with the guitars, every, the whole songwriting, if you listen to the songwriting, it's, it's so let's check it out. It's absolutely fucking brutal.
Yeah, I mean, Europe is breeding some crazy shit. It's like on a whole nother thinking level of metal. It hurts my brain thinking about it. I'm like trying to count time signatures. Yeah. Holy shit, I'm like, yeah. one, two, three, That's why I was four, like, five, this six, is not five. real. This, and I looked them up, this is, this is like a five-piece band, they're real. They're real people. <laughs> they're real people. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, this is sound. So fucking precise. And I'm sure the drummer is like 22, you know? And I'm like, I should just give up. Cause I, had a look, I, I made sure there like was a name attached hunt. to drums. I was like, there's gotta be a name attached to these fucking drums. And it's some weird European name. I, I could look it up. I've probably never heard of this drummer, but. I mean, are you gonna say like his European last name live here? <laughs> Disrespect so many people from the old country. You're gonna do that? You're like, Myers is a German. I know I look Hispanic, but it's German. Chris Myers, everyone. Any more thoughts on this song? I had trouble picking the song because the whole album is insane, but... Uh, how much longer does this go on for? There's about a minute left. It's absolutely too brutal. Again, it hurts my head a little bit. Like, yeah, check out that album. That song was called Diamonds. And uh, the rest of the album is exactly like that. I, it's fucking insane. Where do you find the energy? <laughs> <laughs> Are we lazy? <laughs> we lazy musicians? I, was maybe, like, I mean, you look at the, like, we're in a metal the band. style of music that's... I mean, we're about to play... Uh, I think Vader's from here. Is Vader from America? I'm pretty sure. America? Yeah. Hey, man, you tell me. Well, why don't you go ahead and throw on that song? Well, we song? do have an, a song uh, from D. Snyder that's an American act, and it's completely different. It's just the, the levels of... D. Snyder is like, it's just going to be rock and roll. It's oh, going to be like I arena know. style. I know, but I'm just... But that's the like, level... I mean, it's the levels of what's popular, too, and like what's kind of... Like, that was really well produced. For super. like whatever the fuck it <laughs> for whatever the fuck it was. Whoever the fuck it was super clean and produced, but I don't even know if we were listening to a song or just a bunch of like <laughs> just like, sounds. It sounds like video game music almost. It's that like crazy, but that's true. Yeah. Um, this uh, this next act though, we don't have to play the whole song. He just had an album come out though on uh, the twenty third, and he's like a legend virtuoso. So I thought I'd put a song on here. Um, it's Yungui Malmsteen. Guitar extraordinaire. Uh, the, the legend, yeah. the one and only. This is a new album called Parabellum. And, um, is he your favorite some, guitar some, player? There's some good songs. No. There's some, some decent songs on there. Um, but I just picked one that was kind of like, I don't know, a showpiece kind of song. I don't know. He has a music video for it, so I thought that would be Well, let's hear whatever. some crazy so, yeah. guitar playing. We don't have to play the whole tune, but let's just dabble into some classical metal of Yungui Malmsteen. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
virtuoso. Did you call that classic metal? <laughs> yeah. It's like classical, but heavy. I don't know. It was like every note in the book, dude. <laughs> it was like a thousand notes in this song. What they call it a riff salad? Just fucking in your face. You're a guitar player. What do you think? Your favorite song of all time right now? <laughs> no. Just because you can fly Is down the fretboard. your gym of the night? No. Just because you can fly down the fretboard. Is he your favorite guitar player of all time? No. Hasn't he taught Buckethead? I mean, the legends? I would say Van Halen's better than Yungui. What? I mean, yeah. I thought Randy Rhodes was better than Eddie. Eddie? No. Uh, you want to take that, maybe you take that Ran- Pepsi challenge? Maybe if Randy would have lived another 20 years. But had more material to prove. He left us with a couple albums. <laughs> Quiet Riot, asshole. A couple, oh, al- a couple albums. He started an entire band, just shrug it off, and then started one of the biggest solo careers of all time. You know what, Chris? I don't know if we could do this podcast anymore. I mean, they're both equally iconic. I hey, know. you're the guitar player. I'll leave it up to your opinion. But like I was saying, uh, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And this is your favorite guitar player. Don't no. lie. <laughs> Absolutely don't not. Lie. Don't lie to me or Indian Roller. And how dare you disrespect this building. Well... Well, what do we got next? Next is the band I was talking about earlier, Vader. Vader. You ever heard of this band? Yes and no. <laughs> did I remember the band after listening to it? No. But did I love the song when I listened to it for the podcast? Absolutely. 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 Yeah. It's... it's Groovy song. There's some others. The album is. Uh, I can't called, remember. Is it very long-winded? Deep Profundus, and it came out on the 30th, so it's pretty new. Hey, say that one again. Deep Profundus. Okay, if you say so. And uh, the song I picked was Blood of Kingu, but there's a lot of different songs on there that are rocking. I just thought this Kingu. one has a good, good groove to it. All right, well let's hear it. Let's check it.
that brutal. So I'm gonna say <laughs> Blast no. Blast beat Monday. I'm gonna say no. I didn't make it that far, to be honest. Or I think I was like just scrolling through. Kind of a last minute thing, you know, we have had a lot on our table, like four gigs, setting up shows here at Indian Roller that we'll promote later on at the end of the show. Yes, end of the podcast. Um, but uh, fucking brutal, another one. Uh, maybe again, like uh, an exercise song, you know what I mean? Like, exercise super, song <laughs> for like working out, like you know, running, you know, some jogging. Maybe like some weight training, just fucking slamming out weights with that, you know, in your earbud. Yeah. I fucking love it. Um, but again, um, I can't take any more shots for Blast Beat Monday. Blast Beat Monday. I just. Well, I think we're done with the Blast Beats. I, I, think we're, I think we're done with Blast Beats. If I had a rough count, I would say about six. Actually, no, we have one more band that's got oh, some pretty sh- crazy Blast Beats, but. Up until then, it's pretty chill. Can I get a Red Bull? <laughs> I'm drained. This uh, this uh, next song, though, I picked because the album came out. We kind of been talking about it a little bit. Wait, um, D. Snyder is going to be Blasty? No. Pig Destroyer. What happened to the... Okay. Unprofessional right now. Unprofessional moment. What happened to the D. Snyder? It's and there. the Geezer Butler? It's, it should be there. That's what's next. We're going to be going through D. Snyder here. Oh, you mean like later on in the night we're yes. going to get the Big Destroyer? Yeah, that that one's going to be uh, it might clear brutal. It might clear some house, but... <laughs> it might be the most brutal blast beat of the night. It probably in will be opinion? the most brutal band of the night, probably. Yeah. Star. Probably. Yeah. We've had some brutal bands, but I think this is like most fuck you gonna like most heavy hitter yeah. of the night when it comes to just fuck you the album cover alone is yeah. like the album cover the songs the song lengths are alone or just big fuck yous you to could, everybody you put that shit <laughs> 30 up, second bangers i would put that shit up against someone like animal corpse and that was a three-piece for there for a long time yeah you know what i mean yeah and ugh, it's, it's one of my favorite bands i don't listen to enough but we're, we're talking too much about it because we're supposed to be d snyder's world right now and it's fucking Fucking rock and roll, uh, yeah. sunglasses, this is a, mullet, you know. D. Snyder made the mullet popular, I would say. I would have to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, also the whole cross-dressing kind of look in rock and roll. He kind of pioneered. He, he came into the Supreme Court dressed that way when they were doing the, you know. Uh, PA, parental pr- advisory stuff. Yeah. yeah. That only helped sell albums by the way fun fact yeah. you know it's like you saw that when you were a kid when I was like 15 or even younger 13 I sold that on an album I was like I'll have this and a place like Walmart here in Texas will fucking card you when you buy an album or a rated R movie they ask for an ID who the fuck asked for an <laughs> ID alright yeah. well let's get on to the D. Snyder song yeah, cause D- it's gonna be I know Totally rock and roll, and um, it's totally rock everything and roll. you want, right? Yeah, yeah. This uh, it came out on the thirtieth, and the album is called Leave a Scar. And I put a little note in here, just some news about D. Snyder. We'll all pray for him, <laughs> pray to Satan. Uh, he's uh, tested positive for COVID despite despite being vaccinated, so he's been hanging out with the wrong people. He's also sixty <laughs> years old. I mean, yeah, that checked me here, but. If Cannibal Corpse is 
literally in their 50s, then D. Snyder is literally in his 60s. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, I'm just so, doing math. You know? I mean, he's probably more susceptible to being a little bit older, Ill, you know? And, yeah. You know, yeah. So hopefully he clears up and that uh, passes. For sure. That guy's too strong to die. Yeah. I mean, so, uh, we'll check out his... Uh, Snyder, and you know who he is. You know, he's <laughs> going to be just fine. He'll be fine. Oh, my God. He's got great, anything, great health insurance. If anything, you could take his blood, and it might be the cure for it. Like, after he creates the antibody, that would be the new antibody that we all shoot up into our veins huh. for the vaccination. I feel like I'm not selling anyone on the vaccination. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to – let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah, we'll, go, we'll get to uh, – Let's get to rock and roll. The that's, song by D. Snyder yeah, is called – Let's get called. to rock and roll. That's, you know, that's – Never political, right? No. Rock and roll is never political. So, <clears throat> the song is called "All or Nothing More." song uh, a couple weeks ago maybe a month ago at this point uh, it's the first single off the album yeah. nothing like that in my opinion what was it like rock 
is hard. <laughs> hard is a rock. What was that? Rock <laughs> is hard. No, it was definitely hard as a rock, right? It was called I Got a Rock Again. <laughs> so yes. So I was I was you right. Close. I was right. He's rock. He's rock hard. He's, he's rock, rock hard. hard. <laughs> he is rock and he is hard. Uh, now I'm thinking it's about different D. for D. Snyder. I mean, I, I think I know what D. Snyder's dick looks like. Just thinking about it. <laughs> Pretty good, son. <laughs> I'm sure the confidence on that guy. <laughs> He's probably well off yeah, in probably. more ways than one. That's all I'm saying. I think I had too much tequila. I'm thinking about his dick too much. <laughs> uh, Blast beat Monday, so <laughs> metal back here, at Indian roller. Um, did you like the song? Did you like the song, Chris? I, if I if I was to like any D. Snyder song, that would probably be one of the ones I liked. So, it was still, it was very power metal. It was very power metal. It was so power. <laughs> <laughs> you felt that power. <laughs> I, I still like it. I guess it, it's nostalgic and it's oh yeah. You know it's sincere, and that's the best part of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, let's move forward with the the Geezer Butler, right? Yeah, this is the last Solo. album. That we're going to be talking about as far as on the releases. It came out on the 30th as well, and it's, uh, it's not really a new album. It's a collection, basically, of all his work. So it's like four discs of just all Geezer Butler. Definitely one of my favorite bass players. Yeah, I, was, I was actually surprised because his solo work is pretty good. It's pretty good. So uh, I mean, he wrote a uh, fun fact. He, <clears throat> like, we're going to get into it in a second, but... Uh, he wrote all the lyrics for Black Sabbath, <laughs> in case you didn't know. Any shreds? I mean, he fucking shreds the fucking We saw him. Did you see him live? I never. I wish I would have seen Sabbath, oh, man. so I saw it. Never uh, got to see Sabbath. I saw Ozzy. But no Sabbath. Oh, the Ozzy was really good, too. But uh, <laughs> the Ozzy. I think it was 2005 Ozfest, San Antonio, you know, uh, Verizon Wireless Amphitheater. The memories flooding back to you at this point. <laughs> uh, the hottest day that has ever been. San Antonio uh, heat. When I saw Sabbath, you know, they were, at that point, like I said, I, I know I'm, like, talking like everyone's old, but everyone is fucking old that you listen to. The youngest band we listened to tonight was probably... Turnstile. The, the Turnstile or just all the, like, grindcore and death metal bands. You know, those European bands that are just starting up and, like, you know... Yeah. Or maybe they're older than I think. It, but well, we like that Turnstall. Ophidian band? I was surprised. They look like old guys. As I was like, holy... They're shredding like they're young fucking... Because <laughs> after a while, you just, like, sharpen your razor, if you will. Yeah. Um, I mean, when I saw him play Geezer Butler, like, even though I was on the lawn, like, you couldn't see his fingers move on the bass. Dude, he's There's so no frenetic. Yeah, he's so frenetic. All five fingers. Just, just, I don't know yeah. what that is. I've seen that, like, in Rush songs. And, you know, Les Claypool and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but it's just, like, it was a blur, dude. It yeah. just destroys and uh, let's get into. So I mean, it's not a new album per se, but it is a new album, and that I, it's it's this collection of this man's work. And yeah. uh, I don't know. I picked a, picked the first song on the whole thing, which is a banger. So let's uh, check it out. It's called Catatonic Eclipse, and the uh, name of the album is uh, Manipulations of the Mind. The complete collection. Let's do it. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
what I do. Top dreams are everywhere. They're watching you too. When life slips away, we'll taste the kill. That teaches find me. being said like the the genre sounds a little bit old you know what i mean like but i kind of like that metal you know it's kind of yeah. like atmosphere metal. <laughs> there's some heavy like gnarly vocals in there too some uh uh goth goth metal it, like uh kind of reminds me of the whole um typo negative a little bit just a little bit you know what i mean does that remind you of like or like a uh, fear factor yeah. That era, you know what I mean? Where it's like uh, late 90s. That kind of metal, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it, I like it. I mean, if you're going to step away from Black that. Sabbath, that's probably what you're, you're going to make it a little bit more modern, I would say. Yeah. So is this a super group, or is these just a bunch of uh, hired guns? Each album a bunch has of hot shots. different people, but I'm sure Geezer is... Uh, Contributing a lot, like the lyrics and stuff. I mean, it's his solo stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And if it's him singing, I'm just. I would love it even more, to be honest. But it's a great transition into our next, you know, topic. Exactly. That's why I picked uh, 
decided to end with the geezer so that way we can transition into uh, our next our next segment album anniversaries happy birthday albums yes these albums are celebrating some uh anniversaries this month uh first one how many years big one big one how many years big one 50 all right everyone any roller bar stuff did you know it's been 50 years since master of reality 50 years and everyone's still alive <laughs> yeah i mean uh it I mean, came 50 out 50 years geezer butler wrote multiple albums and now he's also doing this what we're listening to right now yeah. is that what you're telling me yeah so he's like seven he's yeah. like eight he's like never ending <laughs> he never will end yeah, he's, a, uh, he's a wizard. It came out uh, the 21st, so it's uh, celebrating its 50th last month on the 21st, and we're going to start off with some sweet leaf here.
you feel like Black Sabbath gets better over time? <sighs> yeah. I mean, I, know, I, I listen to it now and I hear new things every now and again. It's like, arguably, right? The first metal band ever, right? The most influential influential band of all time when the, it like, comes to metal. The, and the, does the, it the Led Zeppelin Black Sabbath debate happen? 50 fucking years? Yeah. There's a debate over a band that literally stole other people's music <laughs> and a band that literally defined a genre for fucking 50 fucking years. I know. It's... Uh, it's and I, don't I don't get, get it. Wrong. I, I love the Led Zeppelin it. stuff. Like, that rhythm section is just as legendary in my opinion or even more so in a lot of other people's opinion. I mean, because the drummer guys, is well more well-known than the Sabbath drummer. The, the bass player, player is more well-known than Geezer Butler. I mean... Geezer Butler, I think, is on the same level, but I mean... I don't know. He played multi-instruments. They might be on the same level, yeah. He's multi-instrumental. He's like, wrote... He's so good. But that's where it's, it's the singers and the guitar player become the more iconic, the representative of the band. And Tony Iommi is just... Riff, it's Iommi and riff. Ozzy and Jimmy and Okay, so in Robert. your opinion, guitar player, Jimmy or Tony... I mean, I don't know. It's Tony. It's Tony. He's like handicapped. <laughs> he's, play, he's playing with a, 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 what is it? A handicap, so. He kind of created the B tuning, right? Like to get down that deep, or at least a D tuning, where it's like you're, you're doing tuning. standard E, but like it's on a different level because he's melted dude. bottle caps. Jimmy play, Page played with the violins. Jello thing, bro. He was also part of the Yardbirds, which was a, a legendary guitar band. We're talking Jeff Beck. We're talking Eric Clapton. Who's more sexy? Led Zeppelin. Sure. Okay. They take the cake on the sex appeal. Who's more talented? Who's more talented? No. Probably, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, song-wise, writing style. Writing style. Bonham had a gong. No, writing style, <laughs> hands down, is Black Sabbath. Writing style, hands down. It has to be. They're legendary songs, and they go... Like you said, it has a little bit of everything. You're going to say legendary, then we got Led Zeppelin you're talking about? But they had a little bit of everything. At the end of every song, they go to this very jazz, arrhythmic thing, you know? Like, we'll get with, with like, a symptom of the universe, you know what I mean? And just out of nowhere, you just get to, like, the whole, like, and it's just, it changes. Yeah. They just break down into a jam. That's, that's why it's a great debate because it's two bands that equally have and it's weird weight that to one, throw. One has like the angel as their logo, like their logo, you know, like an angel yeah. in the air. And Black Sabbath is also obviously a demon, you know, falling from heaven. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it is the great debate. It's the two flavors as well. But yeah. who, who do you like? I mean, I, I'll go with Sabbath. I'll pick I'm gonna Sabbath. go with Sabbath. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Sabbath. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Sabbath. Yeah, 50 years, man. Masters of Reality. Fucking awesome years. album. I want to listen to the whole thing. It's only eight songs long, but every song's a banger, dude. Every song. Every Children song. of the Grave. I mean, I mean, if anything, maybe we should have listened to, like, uh, help me with the title of this, but the uh, the uh, tribute to Black Sabbath. You know, oh, yeah, the cover yeah. songs. Yeah, the covers. Uh, what was it called? But you got to celebrate Geezer by having, you know... I don't know, celebrate the band by playing the original, I don't know. I mean, the song's still crushed, dude. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's almost like, uh, like I'll describe it like uh, as a Scorsese film or a Quentin Tarantino film. Like, I can walk in halfway through to it, and I have to finish it. Yeah. I have to finish the song. And if I don't finish it, it's in my head all day. That's just, that's just how it is. Yeah. 
it's, I, it's addicting and it gets better over time. It's like, it's going to be a hundred, like another 50 years from now. Still thought still, about. Yeah, still, yeah, it'll still hold up. Seven will hold up. shit. Yeah. The first, arguably the first, probably not the first metal band, but still someone that defined the genre of the generation yeah. and still goes on to the this torch day. bearer that held it. Yeah, for sure. Listen for to sure. Indy. Yeah. All right. So now we got to move on to something uh, insanely more. A little more heavy. We're going to blaze through it because the album itself is blazingly fast and you have songs that are like 30 seconds, 20 seconds long. So we'll go through this really quick. It'll be really heavy. But um, in case you're new to Metal Mondays, every time you hear a blast beat, you have to take a shot. Blast beat Mondays, y'all. <laughs> we're going to start. We're going to make that a thing. We're going to tag, hashtag. <laughs> Blast Beat Mondays. All right, well, get ready to take your shot because this is the last Blast Beat band we have. And uh, it's, it's definitely yeah. a Blast Beat band. Yeah, hold, hold your taint yeah. because it's about to get ripped off of you. Yeah. This is a Pig Destroyer with a Trojan Whore. With the name like Pig Destroyer, if you've never heard them, would you think that they were a metal band? Yeah, I mean... Definitely. I think they would, they're coming with some aggression. It's true. Yeah. They're coming with aggression for sure. Here we go. So, yeah, this is a Trojan whore. The next song is going to be uh, Maple Thorpe Gray. And so. Uh, I, I want to listen to the entire album, but I, I, you know, 
I don't want to have heart problems afterwards, to be <laughs> honest. Like, this is the most intense thing I've ever heard in my life. And the, uh, the album is Prowler in the Yard. It's a pretty iconic album cover. We're talking 15 years? 20. 20. Yeah. Jesus Christ. 20 years of just smashing ass. We're talking a three-piece band, right? Drummer, nine-string guitar player, standalone singer. Holy fuck. Yeah, July 24th, 2001 was the release date. Holy fuck. Turn it up just a little bit. Give me 30 seconds. Harvey, the drummer. Fucking crazy. It's an iconic grindcore album. At this That's point, right. all I want to do is flip the table, run into your booth, <laughs> rip out all the wires for the podcast, and go to fucking yeah. ape shit right now. I want to jump behind the bar, grab all the bottles, knock them off the shelf, <laughs> and you just keep turning it up louder yeah. and louder until I can't hear the next day. I fucking love it. It's uh, one of my favorite metal bands just because of Straight to the Point. Right there. Exactly. To my fucking yeah. gut, dude. That's what I'm saying. Band that can hang with a cannibal corpse, in my opinion. Especially because it's a power trio. I exactly. think they moved three to people. Yeah. I think they moved to a four piece. They do. They're now a four piece, but. I, because in the album, you kind of had to do that, and like you're playing on a click track. And they're, they're a huge band. Huge band. But like you still have to deal with those venues that like. Getting that click track like plugged in and making it work on time without a, a janky DI box. Yep. You know what I mean? Like yep. cable's bad, but we're not gonna say anything because we're halfway through the or at least one song in. You know what I mean? So fucking love it. If anything, um, next time we're gonna feel fill this motherfucker with metalheads <laughs> so we can fucking blare that. Exactly. And I want to it right here. That, we're gonna have yeah. to get caution tape around you to be yeah, honest. Exactly. Or at least like a barrier because it's gonna be fucking insane. All yeah. right. Uh, so, that being said, let's let's tone it down. Yeah, let's, we're gonna turn it down a little bit. Bring it down uh, to you know, like uh, you know, uh, like I'm gonna say like, mid to uh, mid nineties. Yeah. Right. We're, we're winding down here. This is gonna be the last album of our anniversary. Uh, MTV. And, yeah. Unplugged. Unplugged. One of the most famous unplugged albums of all time. I, I, I maybe uh, please. Uh, Talk to me about this. Like, do you think it's better than the Nirvana's Unplugged? I know it's a little bit more famous because of the band's yeah. fame. I but, think Nirvana's is a little bit more upbeat. It's more. A happy, lot of guitar like, players I know. Yeah. Like this is like hands down one of their favorite. And like you watch it, it is like five guitar players on stage. Yeah. It was like Dave Novoselic up but there. There's also at a one lot point. of like Lane like with Stanley not doing anything. You know what I mean? There's songs where he's just sitting there, <laughs> trying not to nod off. <laughs> Because, I mean, it's just Jerry singing. So. Dude, it still sounds great. A legendary yeah. band. Yeah. Through and through. One of our favorites. Like, we learned so many cover songs of this because we fucking love it. Yeah. But uh, uh, what what album are we going to do off the MTV's Unplugged of 
Alice in Chains. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's an iconic album, like you're saying. Super iconic. And it's uh, 25 years old, so only five years away from that pig and destroyer. And only 25 <laughs> away from Black Sabbath. That's true, yes. <laughs> and this, uh, this came out on the 30th. That's a weird gap. So it's our newest anniversary. Why don't we go ahead and just play this all the way through? What are we going to do? We're going to do No Excuses. A little up. Your upbeat. favorite? One of your favorites? It's a little more upbeat. Off the, the whole album's a little like depressing, that. but <laughs> let's check it out. It's alright. 
probably the only thing I can't stand about a live album is like the the audience. audience? Only because let's say here at Indian Roller where we listen to Pandora. You know? Pandora okay. is like the way we stream music here. So if you do a live song, sometimes it's very off putting just about <laughs> how it's placed. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it, in my opinion, it kind of breaks a little bit of a flow, you know. But um, there's some albums that are iconic. Is it live is it, ones? But though. let me ask you this: being a guitar player, there's five guitar. There's five, four or five guitar players on stage. One of your favorite albums. One of your favorite albums of all time. No. Not at all. More does not mean better. I think you, you know, like with drums, just because you have a thousand-piece set. You know? It sounds crisp, though. You had like eight drummers. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you got to remember, they recorded that live. Yes. On the spot. There's no redos. There's no, no. you know, let's take a pause, try to recollect ourselves. It's just showing. They they're did, flexing their muscles. I think muscle. there was one song they had to redo. They like started it and then had to yeah. start it again. But I mean, I know, but in that same vein, yeah, it's live. I mean. Exactly. Yeah. So, so let's move forward because yeah. I know we spent a lot of time. It's coming to the end of the show. It's the end. Let's get a little bit more energetic. Let's bring back the energy. Yeah. And let's talk about... People who've died. Oh, God. <laughs> well, we lost uh, a great a ZZ Top member recently. Okay, again, it's super tragic. Passed yeah. away, heartfelt. But, like, they're musicians, so they're known throughout time. Like, you won't be forgotten as long as these songs live. Right? So, uh, first off, we're going to talk about Dusty Hill. Yep. CZ Top. Uh, what was he? 84 years old? He was. I feel like I'm disrespecting old people today. 72 years old. And he I died on. Uh, old. It, was, it was either the 27th or 28th. It was around there. It's not exact. Uh, yeah, he died in Houston. The cause of death is currently unknown. But, uh, yeah. But in honor, let's do a celebration. It's not so an meant honor to be sad. Right? No, in honor, we're going to play a tune from ZZ Top here. This is one of my favorite tunes, but just a great tune. This is a... What would you pick? I picked like, Just I, Got Paid. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many There's songs. so many. I mean, yes. Yeah. Let's, let's give a little. So many. Let's so let's, let's get into it. Just give me my 
That was the right song to pick. Like, slam jam. Thank you, ma'am. Am I right? Slam. Yeah. I get the Jeffs on tonight. Thank you all for having us. Have the bass yeah. fills. Some Dusty I Hill mean, bass fills. I absolutely love it. Like, it, it still holds up. Like, how many years are we talking? Like, between, like, the... Was the 82, I think, was one of their most famous albums. Over 40 fucking years. He was uh, 60... See, their first album was 71. So, same Jeez. with the Sabbath, 50 years. Jesus. I mean, that slammed. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, but here, here's my problem, all right? Love, I love ZZ Top, right? The whole story was, is like, the first album I ever bought, like, as a child, that my dad let me pick out, he was like, pick whatever you want. And I was like, I want, I want Lincoln Park's Hybrid Theory. My dad was like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> because we were listening to the song on the way there, and I was like, I want this album. He was like, what? He didn't understand. He didn't understand. He's just too old. But when he, he was like, okay, you get that. I'm going to get ZZ Top, whatever the fuck. And he got Stone Temple Pilots Core. And... In the end, I ended up listening to those albums more than I listened to the Linkin Park, like, because I didn't even know, like, ZZ Top, you know? But he bought, like, a CD, and you just had your, your CD player back in the day, you know, you popped it in. And, and whatever album you bought, you just kind of had to stick with it, because you put the money in to, like, buy this album. And if it wasn't good, you didn't care. You are like, I'm going to fucking make it good in my mind. But I, I fell in love with ZZ Top at that point, you know? And uh, still, like, uh, in a recent band I was in, the Low Down and Out, you know, with Jordan that was here, uh, we learned a ZZ Up song, and it was one of the hardest covers I've ever... Because I thought it was going to be, like, oh, just fucking, you know, basic blues, rock and roll, just four on the floor, let's fucking do it, you know, one, two, three, four. But it wasn't that. It just broke everything up. And um, I fucking love it. And um, super tragic, but... Let's get to what I really care about, is the passing of Slipknot's drummer, original drummer, Joey Jordison. And I think I said that last name right. Did I say that right? Jordison, yes. It's no Jordison. N. It's an H at the end, right? No. Jor it's J-O-R-D-I-S-O-N. Jordison. Right. Oh, Jordison, yeah. Right. 
Um, I don't care how anyone, who, how you feel, I'm including the bar staff here, <laughs> about new metal. I grew up with it, got me into it. I was a kid, and it was, it was everything. Look at like early like horror movies. It's all new metal. You know what I mean? I mean, for God's sakes. So let's talk about it. Let's yeah. slip not right. Super tragic. Forty-six years old. We talked. We talked uh, months prior. Let's, yes. let's play a little bit in the background. Let's well, just I'm, play a little bit in the background. We'll talk. We yeah, talk. we'll talk. Talk and play a little bit here. Um, Give me a low level. Give me something sick, dude. Give me something fucking sick but destructive. Remember the live DVD 2001 yeah. in yeah. London? Yeah, we're talking like. I mean, he was one 30, of the theatrical, 000, very theatrical type drummers. Thirty thousand like, people. Yeah. Holy um, shit! The, some the of the concept. stuff about his death. Uh, he had a, an illness called acute. Traverse myelitis, which is a swelling of the spine. Holy fuck. So uh, eventually uh, he started getting symptoms in 2010. And uh, they started with, um, and this is while he was with the Murder Dolls, uh, he started to lose. Uh, which he played guitar for, by the way. Yeah. He, uh, he started to lose use of his left leg. So he couldn't start, he couldn't use his leg anymore, basically. So, uh, Do yourself a favor. Look up any live footage of Joey Gordon with Slipknot. There's drum cams. Just that's oh, the yeah, best part of the DVD. Cams, yeah. There is a camera for every single person in the band. In the in the selection, you can just watch him play the entire fucking set, which is sick, dude. And insane. Listen to this. Turn it up just a little. Talking about talking about Slipknot right now, passing one of my favorite drummers of all time. Um, holy fuck, I care so much. I was at the Lost Well, right? The 2017 winner, best metal bar in Austin, says Chronicle. They didn't care about Slipknot. <laughs> oh, why? Because they're they wear masks. They're focused. like listen. Listen to the music. They're one of the biggest I mean, metal he's bands. A, not just a metal band, but him as a drummer. He's, you know, he's been voted countless times. You know, six uh, here it says uh, sixty-five hundred thousand drummers uh, voted worldwide. Voted that he was the Drummies Award for the best metal drummer. And this was in 2010, and then in 2013 he was named the world's greatest metal drummer by Loudwire. And then in 2016, he was honored with the Golden God Award at the Metal Hammer Golden God Awards. So he is an Listen icon, icon drummer. Listen to this. Yeah. Let's, 
also. Oh my god. Turn it up a little. And it's sad that this was a uh, a disease in his brain or in his spine that was causing this swelling that then caused uh, his left leg to be basically useless. And he had to go through rehab to then play drums again. Probably anywhere, nowhere near what he could before 2010. I mean, so. Watch these yeah. videos, man. So. Put your hands away. I'm gone. So depressing. Withering away. Take a look. Inside, my soul is missing. All I have is dirt, so I'll take you with me. Feel like I'm erased to kill me just in case. I feel like I'm erased to kill me just in case. Don't kill me, don't think I. Some of the greatest shit I've ever heard in my fucking life, dude. I don't give a fuck what you think. Like, I fucking love it. It makes me want to be a better musician, a better drummer. This is absolutely berserk and fucking insanely crazy. And this is 20? Uh, like, 2001? 2002? When we listen to Disaster Beats, right? Yeah, so that was Iowa. That's uh, 2001. 20 years. Yep, 20 years ago. Me it still I don't ever really care. Like I, I love it, and I, I was, I was a little tearful there for a second. You know, listen back at some of the songs. I mean, keep it going. Yeah, I mean it's uh, sad. I, he's one of my greatest influences being a drummer. Like, you know, I reference him all the time. I watch his videos still, and just like reflect and like just think, like how Last do I, how do I do this? How do I do that? How the fuck? I've never I seen mean, anyone play like him. But so, that's the one thing with Slipknot yeah. being how big they were. Look, look, they had blast beats, yeah. they had let's, death metal stuff. Let's, it was look, like, let's talk about it for a second, all right? It's, think about it in this factor. Like when they were first recording, they're just nine guys out of costume, sitting there for a month, just in a recording studio, Indigo, just mixing the album, not even recording it, right? Not even recording it, just in that mindset. And like, so fucking serious about this. Like, it's not a joke, you know? Like, to where Joey didn't drink, he didn't do drugs, he was so fucking serious about the music and what it took to get there. Like, focused, dedicated. And they fucking just fucking out of nowhere they had this idea with the costumes and like they didn't tell anyone until they fucking hit the stage of Ozfest. This is like their first big fucking thing, you know? And another thing is like, think about a band like Slipknot playing any like small venue, like trying to play like even a 800 seat venue and having nine people, it's like you just don't have room on the stage for this fucking equipment. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying, like, they just came out with this whole concept of, like, the costumes, having nine people is obviously a part of that as well. Like, yeah, you don't need nine people, but it's a part of the aesthetic, it's part of the overall look. And, like, it was, it was literally, like, Sean, the clown, that was just all about the imagery and management of the band. And it was Joey that cared all about how the music worked. It was just that. 
And this weird fucking little, you know, spine disease thing just really fucking... It's tragic when it happens, you know, it's just out of nowhere and it's like kicking me in the balls, you know? But yeah. uh, we, we have these albums to think back on, and for me being a drummer, I will still go back and listen to this all the time. Like, I've listened to all of, like, Iowa, like, the first two albums, all right? Like, self-titled. Like, definitely my favorite, but they're so brutal. And every song is so good. Like, I can't even go on. Because I feel like we'll be here all night if I had to state my point on how much I really love Joey as a drummer. Like, one of my favorite... Um, I will never hold a candle to that guy, but he's definitely inspired inspired me to be better and to fucking grind. You turn that shit up, fucking turn that up. Next time I need you on the mic, man. Next time I need you on the mic. Um, thanks to Indie Roller again. Chris, did you get my get my message? You get that thing I sent you? Huh? That thing I sent you? Did you get that? Did you get no, that thing I sent you? I didn't. But I did now. Uh, let's see, what do we got going here at Indian Roller coming up? Saturday, August 7th. We got uh, Teddy Long at 10.30 with uh, Lonnie Ray and the Blue Review. This is at 9.30. Starts, I believe. And then uh, Teddy Long is at 10.30. 21 and up over show. And you got a lot of sponsors here. We got Tito's, Jack Daniel, Rambler, Music Water. Uh, It's going to be here at Indian Roller, August 7th. And again, Indian Roller shows are always free, so come check it out. And if, if you don't like the music, then uh, you can find me. My name is Scott Allen. I'll be working behind the bar, and I'll buy you a drink if you don't like the bands. I will. I will pay, hold them to that. Buy. I will pay off your tab, no matter how much it is. I'm like, I apologize. Next time, I will. No, fuck you. Actually, I'll have the door guy grab you by the back of your collar and drag you out this bitch. <laughs> Fucking party poopers, dude. Uh, again, find us on Instagram at Bangover Production. If you can find Indian Roller on Instagram at Indian Roller Austin. Facebook at Indian Roller. Anything and everywhere in between. Wherever social media moves. Uh, but... I mean, I feel like we gotta roll out with some Slipknot. It's yeah, we're gonna let it roll. We're gonna let it near and dear to my fucking heart. All right, and for no one else to like give me some kicking shit now, give me some fucking respect, or give him not, not me, give Joey some fucking respect about how good he was. I don't care if he's loving. Like, you're a drummer, have some respect. Like, he's innovated, motivated, and 
he's done something that no one else has ever done behind the kit. You know what I mean? He's fucking amazing. You go back, watch live videos of him. Same thing with Dusty Hill. Like, we listen to that fucking ZZ Top song. Like, they fucking slam, dude. Yeah. Like, they're, they're going to be remembered forever, so they're never forgotten, you know? And again, a celebration of their life. And let's fucking let's grind through this shit. So, can we get one more song? And I got to say, like, uh, what do you think about something a little bit more heartfelt? Or let's go, um, Eeyore. <laughs> yeah, we'll start it with that and then move on to this. Yeah. yeah. This has been a good episode. It's been good. Um, again, I miss Alyssa. I wish she could have been here. Until next time, next Monday. Next Monday, Metal Mondays alive. Uh, and again, um, listening at home, every time you hear a blast beat, I need you to take a shot. Take a shot. I need you to get on the same level we are, all right? My face is hot, and these stage lights are bright. <laughs> again, Scott Allen, Chris Myers, all the just behind the bar. And this has been Indian Miller, Metal Mondays. Uh, kick yourself in the ass and go ahead and do it. Yeah. Yeah.